Welcome everybody to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show. Classic song there by none other than Tom Jones. It's called What's New Pussycat? I've been saying I've been saying what's that pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. This whole time. I think that sounds better. Amber is here with me in the studio live from the Belmont studio in Lexington, Kentucky. Amber, how's it going tonight? Uh, it's going. It's going. Is it going? It's going. I don't know where it's going, but it's going. Well, it's going to Halloween, October 31st. <laughs> there was a lot of Halloween parties this weekend. Yes. You went to one. I went to two. Your costume was great. You was a priest. I was a priest. I feel like it was very controversial, but it was also very uh, kind of enlightening for me because last year uh, I pulled a Britney in 2015 and shaved my head. Remember that? Yeah. It's not a good look for me. Yeah, you did shave your head. Why Did you freak out like Britney? I mean, probably. You, so you really had a meltdown? Uh, yes, I had a meltdown, and I shaved my head. So what makes a woman do that? Like, what makes we a woman shave? just sh- get pissed off. And you just want to shave your head? Because well, that's the only thing we can control. Right. I don't want to speak for all women, Yeah. but it's just that's the one thing we can control. You're we can right. control our bodies. I can't control what my husband does when he be acting a fool, uh-huh. but I can control myself. Yeah, so you just cut your hair so off. So I done the one thing I knew that would piss him off the most. Did you immediately regret it when you cut it off? No, like the first 30 minutes, I was like, fuck yes. Yeah. I'm empowered. I am woman. And then like 45 minutes after that, I was like, oh my God, I look like a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole luster of it was kind of gone. Your hair has look, has never looked better, by the way, I should say. You suck because yeah. I know how bad it looks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no I, I'm liking the blonde though. I do like the blonde. Well, it is a little tamer. It's not uh, fuck your husband platinum blonde anymore. No. I toned it down a little bit. I know. That's what it used to look like. You, you know, you <laughs> you had like a blonde that was like, hey, I'll take your man and sleep with him. <laughs> that's what it looked like. That's exactly what it looked I like. I like it now though. It's got a little brown in it, but that brings me back to my topic. Last year, I had to buy a wig to make it appear as though I had hair. Yeah. This year, I bought a wig to make it look like I didn't have no hair. Right. So, you was a priest. I was a priest. How'd that go over? You know, a good friend of mine, very good friend, uh, I would call him a best friend, but once you come across the table on me, a uh, very good friend of mine, Jesse, and I were talking oh, earlier in Jesse's the Jesse's not a best friend. How long have you known Jesse? A long time. How long? How many years? Eight or nine. You've known me 15. I've known you longer than 15. How long have we known each other? Since third grade. Since third grade. I okay. Continue, continue to Anyways, Jesse and I earlier in the week mm-hmm. were talking about what we wanted to be for Halloween. Why do you know what I want to be? I knew I wanted to be a priest. Why? I don't know. It just it came to me one night in a dream. Okay. Okay. I was be a priest. So you was a priest. Okay. So, but and did people, re- was people receptive to that costume? Well, Jesse was a nun. That's where I was going with that. Jesse was a nun. So I was a priest. Jesse was a nun. Um, actually, he said, I think almost quote, because uh, his tits were huge, that he was trying to get the full effect of me. Um, so like he accomplished it and then That's some. interesting how you was the male costume and he was the female costume. And it's very taboo, I think, right now with people doing the the gender role switch. So I, I knew going into it that I was probably going to piss some people off just because I was betraying a male character. But it was, it was just meant and good fun. Good yeah. Fun. I usually dress up for Halloween. And I didn't get to this year. I'm very disappointed. Because yeah, Halloween's my favorite holiday. I will agree. Yeah, it's, it's, my, it's my favorite holiday. Maybe Christmas. I like Christmas. Yeah, well, Halloween's my favorite. Christmas is number two. But I didn't get to dress up for Halloween. And I'm usually... I get, in, I get 
in such character when I'm a costume for Halloween because I think it's in my inner soul <laughs> that, that I was supposed to be an actor. I swear. I was on the speech team, not County Central, go KCC. And I went to I went to tournaments and won tournaments. I'm a good actor. I could be a great actor. And uh, when I dress up for Halloween, I really get into character. One year, I was a hillbilly. I got into so much character for that costume. You were Michael Jackson that one I was year, Michael, and that was so awesome. I was Michael Jackson one year, and I pulled that one off to a T. I just I felt like I was Michael. Oh man! And then I did a nerd where I played a nerd, and I, no, nobody does a nerd like Adam Banks, and I could do a nerd there. I played an old man one year for Halloween where I had the old man thing in there. And I was just like, I was like the Johnny Knoxville, like, hateful old man. Like, I was hateful all night. Like, I was into, I was in such a character. Adam Banks didn't go to those Halloween parties. Those characters went. Oh, jeez. And anyone that met me, I swear it didn't matter if it was the hottest girl there, I did not get out of character. So, like, that's how much I love Halloween, but I didn't get to this year because, you know, life, work, things got in the way. And uh, my little brother, who I had, I had been pushing off of letting stay with me, decided he wanted to. And I was like, you can come this weekend. I forgot all about it being the weekend. Wait, little brother or little, little brother? Little, little. Okay. And he came and stayed with me. So I was just like, you know what? I mean, there's really no parties that I knew going on, personally. But it sounds like you had fun. We did. We had a lot of fun. Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm known for my karaoke. So I did do lots of karaoke last night. Little Clarence Carter stroking, Baton Rouge, Garth Brooks, and uh, that's what else did I do? Uh, this is how we do it. That's Montel hilarious. Jordan. So, yeah, I didn't have much going on this weekend. Last weekend went to a wedding. Just want to shout out, I told him I would shout him out here on Off the Cuff. Uh, my friends, Brooke and Harrison Sims are their names now. Yes, they got married last weekend. Beautiful wedding, open bar, and this was a true open bar. You go up and ask for a Jack and Coke. You get you a Jack, Jack and Coke. You ask for a Maker's Mark, you get a Maker's Mark. You get anything you want at an open bar. I hate when people say, oh, we're having an open bar, and you show up, it's just beer and wine. That's not an open bar. I need those people as my friends. Well, it was fun. I've only been to two real open bar weddings in my life and had a good time. But it, they're a beautiful couple. I'm, I'm serious. It's like both of them like stepped outside of a magazine. It's hilarious. and uh, But, you know, nice people. And uh, Harrison's actually been on the show on all the Okay. Yeah. Now, who, who did you who did you know? Did you know Harrison or Brooke? I knew Brooke. Oh, okay. I knew Brooke. Yeah, yeah. I knew Brooke. I knew Brooke because my friend Zach, who has been on the show, Han. Han. Yes. Okay. His wife, Ashley, is best friends with Brooke. Okay. So we all would always hang out, and then Brooke would bring Harrison. Harrison became like not a friend, but an acquaintance. And so I got invited to the wedding. And we all were invited to the wedding. And we had a good time. It was fun. It was in uh, Loretta, Kentucky. Home of Maker's Mark. Somewhere around there. I have no clue, but okay. Yeah, but that's where it was. It was a very... Nice wedding. Nice wedding, yes. I say the chandelier probably cost $9,000. Oh, my God. I'm serious. But anyway, um, but this weekend, I, I did stay indoors. It was cold. It's been cold. It is. It actually uh, snowed and sleeted a little bit this morning. Yeah, it did. But I watched UK football. They had a uh, game against Tennessee. The first time, the second time they beat Tennessee in the last what thirty years, thirty five years. Right. The score was twenty six to twenty nine. Kentucky beat them by three points, and Tennessee was three yards away from getting another touchdown to win in that game. So it was close. I mean, we snuck out, but hey, we won. 
So now that puts Kentucky winning six games and going to a bowl. Good. Yeah. Well, what are we? Six and six and two. Two. Six and two. two. Yeah, we beat Tennessee. We beat. We almost beat Florida. We almost did, but we didn't. Yeah. So we lost to Florida and we lost to um, who was our second loss to? Oh, Mississippi State. They almost shut us out. Yeah, that's gonna happen though. Yeah. Every year. Yeah. Also in football news, I just want to mention this. Jim McElwain, the head coach of the Florida Gators, has been fired from oh. the uh, – and it's ridiculous. Where's my iPad? Is my iPad right here? Yes. I am fit to tie over this. Very fit to tie over this because it makes no sense that Jim McElwain was fired. And I just want to read off some of his stats. And you tell me why he was fired. It wasn't because of winning. And I get online and I hear people talking about this. Oh, it's because he don't know how to win. He's not an elite coach. What more can you ask for him from a coach when I read you his stats? You watch much college football? <laughs> okay, so I know why Adam's looking this up. You know, Adam and I have been friends for years, and I used to pretty much make him come and stay weekends with me because I missed him so bad uh, when I went to Murray State and he went to Moorhead. So I got to be really good friends with my roommates that I had. They were both from Illinois, um, Saint, East St. Louis, actually. So they were really big into... Uh, St. Louis Cardinals. That was kind of like the thing down there. And um, Ashley, one of my roommates, uh, had started dating our quarterback. I, his name was also Zach, but I cannot think of his last name right now. Um, and I thought, okay, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to get to sh- let Adam meet the first string quarterback for Murray State. I'm yeah, going to take him to that, his house. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool. Like, I'm going to take him to the, you know, like, how yeah, do you Yeah, I was ready, you know, that? I was ready, yeah. And I actually think that Eastern and Murray played this weekend, so, I mean, yeah. that makes it even cooler. Yeah. Um, so, I take Adam in, and I'm excited for Ashley to meet Adam, because that's all I've done is talk about it. And it was kind of a, like a real fratty-type party, you know? It was like... There was the, the cool people. It was too cool for school people there. You know? And that's the way it always was. Yeah. You know, these people were just way out of my league. I was not ready to party with these people. But you was. But I was, and I don't know why or how. And she brought me to the party. And I know. brought him to the party. And on the t- on this big-ass TV right behind us as we walk in is the Cardinals playing. What do the Cardinals play, Adam? They play baseball. Okay, okay. Now, they also do play, you know, Louisville Cardinals. Yeah. So, I mean, I can see where his thinking was. And I want to explain this after you tell this. So, we walk in. First-string quarterback, Murray State, yeah. decides that he's going to ask Adam, hey, man, you, you, how you digging the Cardinals this year? Adam's dumbass response is, I mean, I don't watch much football. Yeah, and then he looks at me <laughs> and, uh, and he looks at his girlfriend, Ashley, and then she just holds her hand over her mouth and starts screaming, laughing at me. And then everybody starts laughing. Everybody so just points leave. at me. And I'm just like, uh, let's just go. And I'm like, what did I say that was so wrong? But in my defense, like, that was, that was, that was some horseshit, chicken shit bullshit. Because, you horseshit, no, bullshit. it was, because I'll tell you why it was. I was at the quarter, first string quarterback's apartment. Okay, he asked me about Cardinals. When I think Cardinals, I don't think baseball. I think football. You know, I think Louisville Cardinals, you know, because football fan. He said, what do you think about the cards this year? And I said, boys, I don't watch much football. And at the time, I didn't. And then he looked at me like I had four heads, and I didn't know that they were in the World Series. Not only were we in the World Series, but that was the year that Pujo was just, I mean, absolutely killing it. Yes. And we walk in, and on this, like, 
70 inch screen. Yeah. Is, is this baseball game going on? I obviously was not ready to be at the two court for school parties yet. No. You was. But I hadn't crossed over just yet. You know, I walked in my first, it was the first five minutes of meeting him. It was, it was like the first 30 seconds. Yeah, it's like, hey man, what do you think? Yeah, you know how like guys, like when they strike up, like I was ignorant back then. You guys think that talking sports is going to, you know, like you guys are going to find some kind of common Yeah, common ground. And back then I was ignorant. I really didn't watch much football. I didn't. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I didn't have, and you know, I, I was kind of into the party life, fraternity life at the moment. And I didn't worry about the World Series. I had no idea that the Cardinals, St. Louis Cardinals, was in the World Series. And yes. We were in Murray State, okay? And uh, I didn't, why would he be for the St. Louis Cardinals? I was, the question was totally like just blindsided by me. If he would have said Cubs or like a Reds or a real baseball team instead of the Cardinals, oh which my is, God, the which Cardinals is a, are amazing. which is a universal, which is a universal sports team. The St. Louis Cardinals are amazing. Yes. Some but, of my funnest times was going to their games. But at the time, like I was really just like blindsided by that question. And I felt like that I was treated unfairly <laughs> after that was, after I was like, you know, kind of pushed out after that comment. But yeah. I, he was not pushed out. Yeah. I just, I wanted to remove him from yeah. the situation. Yeah, but you know, at the time, but so I've grown in the last 10 years. I do watch a lot of football now, which is hilarious. But but still to this day, in 2017, I think if I was asked, if you, what do you think about the Cardinals? I'll probably say something about football. That was 11 years ago. The, was that 11 years ago? That was 11 years. Actually, October. It was October. Because remember, we went back to school at the end of August. Um, you got a new number, but gave me the wrong number. So I couldn't, like, not wait. Yeah, I was giving months. everybody the wrong number. It was like, my number my was 207. Place. Whatever it was, 207, I was just saying. 270. No, it was like 702. Oh, it was something stupid. But anyway, that's hilarious. So Jim McElwain, his record, listen to his record. At Florida, this is since he's, now they, they fired him. They already fired him. This was his record. 10 and 4 his first season. Damn. 10 games. He won 10 games. Okay? Mark Stoops' first season, he won two. First season, 10 and 4. Then 7 and 2 in the SEC. Went to the Citrus Bowl, but lost it. Went to the Citrus Bowl. Pretty prestigious. Second year, 9 and 4. 6 and 3 in the SEC. Won the Outback Bowl. And now he's midway through his third season. They fired him. They said he wasn't good enough. Is it that crazy? They fired him. He could come to Kentucky and be a king. Oh, be a king. But there's more to that story. Apparently, he lied to the media, and they had with cause to fire him for it. He said that he was on the hot seat because fans were frustrated because he's having a bad season. He opened up with a bad season. But his easy uh, game against, I think, Colorado State got canceled because of the hurricanes and stuff. So he missed that game completely. And then he opened up with a hard schedule, LSU, Alabama, but he only lost by a point or two. So you got to look at that. But the rest of his games and his schedule was easy-peasy games. And they fired him already. So I think that Tennessee is going to fire Butch Jones and Jim McElwain is going to jump to Tennessee. We'll see. I think that'd be we'll great. We'll see. I do. I just wanted to mention that. And I just want to say I don't watch much football. So, no. Yeah. <laughs> and that's legit. <laughs> Damn. That was a bad memory. But I think I defended myself tonight, and I'm so glad to get that off my chest. <laughs> it's going to always be one of those things that I bring up, though. You need to let Ashley um, 
listen to this. I I will send it to her actually since we've talked about it. Yeah, I was treated very unfairly that night. You know, I didn't watch much football. I don't know if the Cardinals is a universal team. It was on the seventy inch screen, Adam. Like yeah. right behind like you walked in the door and had to walk past this TV. Well sometimes I don't really pay attention to my surroundings. I know. I've been with you several times when you've fallen, when you fell into women's laps and fell, almost gotten your uh, ass kicked. Fell on uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live on ABC, National Television. Yep, National Television. television. Uh, Jimmy television. Kimmel, you all right up there, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then us arguing on Hollywood Walk of Fame. Because I broke my camera. You did? I, no, you broke that at the Kodak Theater on the oh, steps. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why were we arguing? Because the Jimmy Kimmel line, you didn't, you don't wear a purse. And that, I do now. I do. Thank you. But the, back then, that pissed me off because all you carried was a little wallet with your license and everything in it, and you didn't have that for some reason. You didn't have carry keys. Why? Who don't carry Why don't any take identification? I have no idea. And then we get to Jimmy Kimmel. They're like, "Okay, all we need, guys, and you're in the doors is your ID." And Amber's like, "Oh, have you?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, I was pissed." So we start screaming at each other. The Hollywood Walk of Fame people going by, the entertainment stopping, looking at us. <laughs> but yeah, so in the news, O.J. Simpson. You know, I am fascinated with O.J. I talk about O.J. on the daily. <laughs> no, I don't. Not on the daily. Not on the daily. <laughs> on the show, I talk about him all the time. You know, I cover O.J. Uh, Quite frequently, quite frequently, because OJ's a fascinating character. He is, and he's out of prison. He is, and he's been living life. I mean, he's been doing something. I don't know about living life, but he's been doing something. He's living in Las Vegas. Well, I mean, that's cool. And uh, his counterpart, I guess, his partner in crime—not really, but the person who almost is very comparable to him—is. Casey Anthony. Casey Anthony and they've what been a bitch. they've been up to some interesting stuff. You know, I remember back over the summer when this was first released, and I remember thinking, you know what? I would love to see what these two sons of bitches got to say about what they done because I haven't. I just I've never I've never understood how there was so much evidence against two people that they still were acquitted of the murders that everybody in the room knew that they done. Mm-hmm. They done it. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew. That woman killed her kid just as much as I'm sitting here breathing. How'd she kill her? She was suffocation. I think it was suffocation because I feel as though the mother was trying to hush her because the mom, you know, was a single mom, but she she was really pretty. She was pretty. Casey Anthony is a pretty woman. I'll give her that. Now, I mean, she she might be Satan now. Where was the dad at in this situation? I don't know. There's really, like, I'm sure that there is, because I did watch that Casey Anthony special that came on um, earlier in the year. But it doesn't ever talk much about her dad. And it really just talks about Casey Anthony and how, you know, she was a single mother and she was trying to still party. And, you know, kind of go out and do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a two-year-old kid was kind of... She begrudged her daughter for that. I think so. Yeah. I think so. And she met a guy that she really liked. She started seeing. And things did not end well. But uh, apparently, she is now... Uh, not only has had a interview special, you know... She's with had, Barbara Walters? Was it with Barbara Walters? I don't believe so. I believe it was like an MSNBC type thing. Yeah, like special. Yeah. But, you know, um, what's going on now, uh, there was a leaked interview 
uh, from Chris Hansen. Don't know if anybody remembers who Chris Hansen. I love Chris Hansen from Dateline NBC. He did the How to, to Catch a Predator. How to Catch a Predator. Love that show. I like how he popped out of the closet and always said something. Very and he was funny. like, "Hey, won't you sit down there?" And they they said, uh, "Like he would walk in and be like, hey, nice condoms.' There you go." And he was just very like blunt. And um, hey, you like milk and cookies? Yeah. Or uh, I feel like that actually it was said one time. Or he'll be like, "Yeah, I'm just going to sit here and get comfy." And Chris Hansen would be like. Glad you are. So take a seat. We're going to be here for a while. Like he would always like finish up what they would say. But anyway, Chris Hansen. So it might have been Chris Hansen she sat with. No, it, it was uh, Casey Anthony's parents sat with Chris Hansen, and some of the interview content was leaked um, over the weekend. And it appears as though Casey Anthony and OJ, that the rumor is true, they are in talks of doing a reality TV show together. And Casey Anthony's wow. parents have came out and they have said wow. that they are going to sue her. Yeah. They will personally sue her if she carries on with this reality TV show. So what are they going to do? Are they going to like put OJ and Casey Anthony in a house together? And like, I would like to think it would be like some Big Brother type shit. Yeah, I mean, like, what are they going to do? Like... Like, how would they do that? Maybe, like, do, like, a split show where they show OJ's life and then Casey Anthony's life? They would have to intermingle them to make it make sense. Because the whole the whole concept of it was they both understood what it was like to be accused of murdering a loved one and be acquitted of it. Brunch with Casey and OJ. I think that would be Every one Tuesday. brunch I would set out. <laughs> Unless that OJ is OJ and champagne. You know what? And I'll be honest with you. And I want you to be honest back. If you had an opportunity to eat dinner with O.J. Simpson, would you do it? No. I would. Because I want to I want to just, you know, see what he's like. I think it would be iconic to sit there and have dinner with O.J. I'm sure he's probably cool as shit. Yeah. I mean, people loved him. I mean, yeah. people loved him in the 80s and early 90s. And I would talk about the murder. I would talk about it. I'd say, listen. you know, How I know you this, bring that up, though? Well, I'd say, listen, buddy. I know it's awkward, but it's what you're known for. You know, and I'm. If it, I mean, the only thing I would be able to say is if it if it don't fit, you must acquit. Yeah, but I'd I walk away. but I'd say I know it's awkward that we're talking about this, but you know, did you do it? No, I mean, come on now. You think he's going? I mean, he wrote a book that said if I did do it, here's what I would. I don't done. know what what I ask him. I mean, I'd be like, you you still rocking isotoners? What's that mean? Astana gloves. That's what he was big for. Well, yeah, I guess I'll just say. Uh, football career. What was that like sitting there on the? Uh, what was that like sitting there right before they read your verdict? That'd be a good question. He'd probably be like, "It was fucking bullshit." I was ready to go party. I feel like that was a be a response he'd give. You know, and you notice OJ did it obviously, and you notice that OJ is not. In search of his wife's ex-wife's killer. No, you, you notice that. Yeah, because he'd be searching for himself. Yeah, but he's not even mentioned that. Brought it up, and so if he was innocent and he loved Nicole, like he said, wouldn't he be after? The I killer? would do everything I could, everything I could. The only thing that man got pissed off about was that her parents won a civil suit against him. That was it. Actually, did but I think both sets of parents won civil suits against him. That would be a very interesting but entertaining reality show. I would like to see it happen. You watch it and tell me about it. Is it supposed to be like uh, on television or like a Netflix thing? What is it? I'm not for sure. Um, they, you know, There weren't many details released about it. Um, I'd like to think that it now has the 
um, the squash now that her parents have come out and openly threatened to sue her, which that interview is actually going to air tomorrow, by the way. Uh, the official full-length interview. So I'd like to think, no, I think it's probably not going to happen now. OJ doesn't have any money, so he can't he can't go up against no lawsuit right now. So they're trying to say that... Um, so she can't sell that story for anything, right? She's not allowed? Is that I why they're suing her? I don't think so. Mm. I don't know. Because she wasn't charged of the murder. She was acquitted. So I think the only way you can't you can't profit off of a death that you committed. Mm-hmm. I said that wrong. Something there's something that she can't do and she's doing it. Breathing. Yeah, well, well, there's something she she's not allowed to do and she's doing it. So that'll be an interesting show to see how that. You know, we'll see how it pans out. We'll see how it pans out. So we don't know if that's on TV or Netflix. I'd say it's probably gonna be on TV. I, I would I would say that Netflix be, has been getting some bangers. They have actually. Stranger Things two came out this weekend. The Jim Carrey documentary is coming out. I want to mention that on Netflix. Jim Carrey, yes, one of the biggest icons in entertainment history. He is the funny man from the nineties and the early two thousands, and even today, one of the most famous actors in the world. Well, his his new documentary is about his time filming Men on the Moon. He played his idol, Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. He got so lost in the character, he was him 24-7. When the director said cut, Jim Carrey didn't come back. He stayed as Andy Kaufman. He would go into his trailer. When the cameras was off, when he was by himself, he would be Andy Kaufman. And there's some released, never seen before footage of the cameraman that followed Jim Carrey around during this and they said it got to be really scary because he never returned um, the whole time during filming. Day and night. They Even when he was talking real business, he would show up to business meetings. He would go home as Andy Kaufman. And um, then filming stopped and he said he couldn't come back. He was lost in that character still. That's what the documentary is about. I actually did. Um, I watched watch an interview that he done. Oh, I fully intend on watching. It. I yeah. I love Jim Carrey. Yeah, he's always you know been a constant in my life. You yeah, know, from Ace Ventura. I mean, Ace Ventura when Nature Calls. I mean, that was oh, it. Don't get no better than that. The best. Oh, I, and then he's got Dumb and Dumber, The Mask, uh, Liar Liar, The Truman Show, uh, Man on the Moon, The Grinch, uh, Bruce Almighty, The Number Twenty Three. Yes, man. Yes, man. The Majestic. Oh, I love The Majestic. The Majestic was good. That's such a good movie. The Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless, Spotless mind. mind. Yes, that was a great one, too. Me, Myself, and Irene. I love Me, Myself, and Irene. Yes, that was a good one. That used to come on TBS all the time. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm talking like day in, day out. That and there's something about Mary. But <clears throat> I want to watch that. And Jim Carrey is, his mind is something else. Because he's like always battling depression. Well, not only is he always battling depression and anxiety, uh, I mean, the man's been through, you know, a recent tragedy that, you know, he kind of tried to flip and show people, like, hey, this shit really happens to us, too. Like, you know, his girlfriend committed suicide. Uh, Was it last year? Really? Yes. His girlfriend committed suicide. And now her family is suing him because they think that he had something to do with her suicide. Um, I mean, there's there's all kinds of things. It was his ex, wasn't it? They well, I think anymore. they were still 
Because I think that that's what it Ish. was. Like they they're blaming him for like breaking her heart almost. Well, I mean, it happened. Like, yeah, I mean, you can't blame somebody. Like they pulled the trigger. Well, I don't know. There, I mean, you know, he just. I don't know. There's yeah. just a lot of controversy. I feel like there's always been a lot of controversy around him because I don't think people ever understood. Like, people didn't understand the mask that people put on. And he literally, you know, has spoken out at multiple um, graduations, you know, as their special speaker. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, he's constantly telling people, you know, if this is what you want to do, do it. Yeah. And I know that sounds so cliche, but, I mean, he always uses himself as an example. He's like, you know, look at me. I love his story that he tells about the time he wrote himself a check for $10 million in... Uh, the early 90s and he said that in five years he was going to cash that and it was 1995 when he said that and then that's when he signed on to do Dumb and Dumber for 10 million dollars and he told that story on Oprah and he said if you believe it and you put it into the universe that it's going to happen it will happen for you so he's a big advocate of law of attraction and so am I you know I believe in law of attraction. I believe that if you ask the universe for it, you're going to get it. I feel like the universe will kick me in the ass until they keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like you've always like, got the short end of the stick? No, I mean, I've got a, I've got a wonderful husband. I've got a beautiful home. I mean, I guess I kind of have you yeah. know, gotten... Yeah. What you will ask for, right? Yeah. Did you ask for what you got? Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. So, law of attraction exists. You know, it's going to come to you if you ask for it. So, that's what Jim Carrey was like, trying to preach on Oprah. I feel like a lot of people preach on Oprah. Oprah preaches on Oprah. Oprah does. I'm glad Oprah's still around, though. I am, too. It's sad that a lot of these interview icons, like Barbara Walters... Uh, no, 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 no. I don't like her this week. Why don't you like Barbara? Um, This week? Well, you know, last week we talked about Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. And, you know, anybody who knows me knows I love Corey Feldman and Corey, Corey Haim. I think we actually even talked about them last week, too. And so, it has resurfaced finally back in 2003. Corey Feldman done an interview with Barbara Walters. And he was trying to... He was, he was pretty much trying to, you know, leak this information about, hey, there's still some shit that goes on in Hollywood that shouldn't go on. And these people are powerful and they're high up. And he was just trying to, you know, let people know then. Now, do I think that he is not a con artist? No, I don't think that by any means. I mean, he has a musical career now that is about as good as, you know, me trying to run without a bra on. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not very good at all. Um, but you still listen to his music, though, don't you? No, I do not. I actually can't even sit through it. I've, tr- I've tried many times. Okay. I have tried many times. I just can't do it. But anyway. But anyways, you know, 2003, he's on He's on The View. He's on The View. And that's when Barbara Walters... Which hasn't been the same since Barbara Walters left. Well, but still, I mean, she was just... She was just downright nasty to him. Now, is well, he crazy? she's a nasty woman. Well, yes, she was. But, you know, she pretty much told him that... She is. I mean, she will ask the craziest questions you've ever heard. Well, and she's, she, she, she can was, be she can be a bitch. Like that time she asked Robert Kardashian, she said, she said, do you think OJ is guilty? And he'll be like, you know, I think that justice was served. She's like, that is not what I asked you. 
She reminds me of my grandma. The one you like or don't like? Well, the one I like's dead. The one I don't like's not dead. So, so, um, so the one you don't like? Yes. So what? Why? Why doesn't? Oh, because she's just kind of bitchy. She's an asshole. <laughs> okay. So yeah. Well, she is. She really is. Like she's a. She's a. <laughs> well, anyways, pretty much what she said to, to some of the Porter Feldman in 2003 was that he was trying to ruin the careers of prominent men because his career did not sustain. Yes. And that was not the truth. Now, do I think that he is, you know, completely taking this and running with it? I mean, yeah, man's trying to raise $10 million. What the hell do you need $10 million for? Come on, now. But, I mean, whatever. I mean, it just it kind of is what it is. But, you know, 2003, he tried to let everybody know what was going on. And Barbara Walters was a cunt about it. Yeah, she is. So there's something I want to discuss here on the show, and this is a really serious. This is a really serious conversation, and I want to know the difference between horseshit, chicken shit, and bullshit. And I want you to help me describe them because throughout our daily lives, we have horseshit, shit. chicken shit, shit, and bullshit, bullshit happen to us. So, but they're all different. So. Give me a time when you say that's chicken, that's chicken shit. Give me, give, well, what, what is chicken shit? Let me get, let me just give you a small backstory. My grandfather, who I absolutely love, he's the best man I've ever met in my life. Okay, uh, makes fun of you every time you go around. Oh wow! Every time you go around, he call you Adamant. No, yeah, Adamant. So you know, my my grandpa. Why is it because I'm short? I mean, probably. <laughs> he's funny. I like him too, though. Papa James. Papa James. Papa James. He's yeah. actually gonna give me this flashlight. Okay, go ahead. So um, you know, he's he's got these little quirky sayings all the time, and I remember growing up, I just thought, oh my god, what the hell is wrong with this man? Because everything was gross, and if you said something he didn't like, he'd say horse's ass. <sighs> And if you said something you really didn't like, it was ape shit. So I just, I never understood what some of these sayings were. And one time I asked him something and he went, ah, horse shit. And it just, I was like, what the hell? Yeah, what is horse so shit? It's just, it's always kind of stuck with me. Like, if there's something weird that's going on, I'm like, I'm not digging this horse shit, chicken shit, bullshit. Well, yeah. So horse shit, I only, uh, horse shit means. Well, let's start with bullshit first. Bullshit's. Obviously, at the end of the list, for a reason. Okay. Because bullshit is what you deal with every day. Mm -hmm. It's your mundane things. It's hitting your toe on the damn dresser. It's putting your sock on. It's got a hole in it. It's just a bunch of bullshit. It's swallowing toothpaste when you're brushing your teeth. Um, I kind of like that, though. I like toothpaste. I don't. But anyway, yeah. every morning. <laughs> it's running out of toilet paper. It's yeah. dealing with people in your daily life. Yeah. So, it's, it's bullshit's... Just... On the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah, it's it's kind of the little the little small dailies, the little small dailies. Horseshit. No, you're jumping the gun. Okay, go ahead. You're jumping the gun. You got to work up the pole. Okay, bullshit. Not down. So we've done bullshit. Now it's chicken shit. Okay, chicken shit. Chicken shit. River. Horseshit. Chicken shit. Bullshit. Gotta go down. Okay. Gotta go up the so road. so okay. Chicken shit. Yeah. I, chicken shit. First thing I think of is when somebody's scared. Because when somebody will walk out the you know their trailer back home, you chicken shit, you know they'll say that you know they'll be they're just talking about somebody running scared. What do you think when you hear chicken shit? Well, you know chicken shit's got a whole new meaning for me now. I, I don't think it's necessarily being scared. I think it's somebody trying to be sneaky. And everybody deals with somebody every day that's trying to be sneaky. So they do like some sneaky shit. Try to get you hooked up in a conversation. You're like that's some chicken shit right there. So when somebody's being sneaky, you'll you'll say that's chicken shit. That's chicken shit. I don't say chicken shit. Only when like somebody's like scared, like that's chicken shit. No, I mean I'm telling you, horse shit, chicken shit, bullshit. 
It's kind of my mantra. Okay, and then, so, let's go to horseship. That's the new extreme. That's when stuff is really just, like, frustrating. Yep. Or it's just something that's just taking a toll on you. It's just a bunch of horseshit. It's a bunch of horseshit. Breaking your car. That's horseshit. Dealing with somebody that, like, if you have an argument with somebody, and it's, like, a crazy argument, like, it's one of those that's, like, that's a serious argument that just pisses you off. It's horseshit. horseshit. Yeah, and I don't like that. And yeah. I, I deal with horseshit sometimes on the daily. Well, when my husband won't make me food, that's horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, that's a bunch of horseshit, that's ain't it? a bunch of horseshit. But I've heard it all. Like, I, I knew a Nellie. She one time said, uh, you know, her <laughs> nephew was dumber than owl shit. Have you ever heard that? I Well, I guess... Dumber than owl shit. Why, where does people get that stuff? Why, why do we know that saying? Owl shit. Oh, do you say that? Okay, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. unfortunately, my husband. Owl shit. Like, I, when, when I heard that, I laughed my <laughs> butt off. I'm serious. When I heard that, I was just like... What is up with you and butt tonight? I don't know. Just butt. <laughs> That's the second time you said The second time I said butt. <laughs> What was the first thing at the time we I said? We were talking about that song. Oh, that song. Come, girl. What, oh, how was it go? How'd it go? What it is, ho. Oh, what's up? And I thought it said something, something. In get your in your butt. butt. But it's in your guts. guts. Yeah. Which is equally as dumb. So I can kind of get, I can kind of go either way with that. I don't know. I've been dealing with a lot of buttholes, I guess. That's not a terrible. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I meant to say like assholes, but that, okay. that didn't come out right at all. Nope. <laughs> didn't come out right at all. That's, no. That's horseshit. That was horseshit. <laughs> that was horseshit. So anyway, that's the difference between owl shit, chicken shit, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> horseshit, chicken, chicken shit, shit, and bullshit. bullshit. I'm glad we got that covered because I wanted to know what that was. I think you just enjoy it because I threw it out there one day. Yeah. Throw it out. Sometimes I throw shit out there and see how he perceives it. And sometimes I I don't take things at all. And sometimes I grab them and I run with them. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes I think he he picks up on some of the things I say because I have so many I could say about him. You know, she's singular. Never let that one go. <laughs> did we tell that story? I think we did. I think we did tell the singular story. Yeah, she's singular. She's singular. Well, uh, now hang on. So, I wanted to ask... She's married with, like, four kids now. I mean, probably. Yeah. Uh, and we talked about Halloween earlier, but I want to know, what did you used to dress up as as a kid? I'm curious, because I don't feel like we ever went trick-or-treating together. We didn't. Okay, I was a karate. A uh, what? <laughs> was a, wow, let me get a drink here. <laughs> mm. I like this Pib Extra we have here in the studio. Here at the Belmont Studio, we have Pib Extra. Not Dr. Pepper, not Coke, not Pepsi, Pib Extra. Fuck you for making fun of me. <laughs> here we go. So I was a... <laughs> I don't know why I said karate. <laughs> I thought I was going to say a karate kid. I was a ninja, not a karate kid. I was a ninja. <laughs> I was a scream killer. I was uh, the Red Ranger from Power Rangers. What the hell? Yeah. When I was a kid, I was a bumblebee. <laughs> My mom dressed me as a bumblebee. You look like a bumblebee. And then she dressed me as a, she dressed me as a pumpkin one year. Um, let's see what else was I when I was a kid. I was Superman. 
I love that costume. I wore it all throughout the year of 1994. <laughs> it's not even just Halloween. I put it on all the time thinking I was Superman. I loved the adventures of Lois and Clark. Loved it. Came on TNT every Sunday night at 8 o'clock. Yeah, Terry Hatcher and Dean. Wasn't Cat- Terry Hatcher, was it? Yeah, Terry Hatcher. Yeah, Terry Hatcher. Who was the guy? Dean. 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 <laughs> now, what's what's like Dean? What is his <laughs> name? No, no, no. What is his name? Dean. What is his name? Superman. Superman, uh, The Adventures of Lois and Clark. Dean Kane. Dean Kane, ladies and gentlemen. No, I don't think it's it was Dean, Dean Kane. Kane. It was Dean Kane. I think we're just saying Dean Kane because that's on how uh, how high that movie. How high. Yes, sir, Mr. Dean Kane, sir. It is Dean Kane. It is actually Dean Kane. It is Dean Kane. Like <laughs> I, I know Dean Kane when I see him or hear about him or talk well, about I am. him. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to the show. Amber, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Thank you for letting me be here. Always. Oh, what was that long, drawn-out pause for? I was trying to think of something funny and clever to say, but I didn't... And it didn't come out? It, it just, you know, I had one of those moments. What are we going to close out to? I don't know. What are you going to close out to? Oh, should we close out to um, some ACDC? Yeah, play some Live Wire by ACDC. It's one of my new songs of theirs that I like. I know ACDC is 100 years old, but I'm just now discovering like their new tunes, or their older tunes, just... You're just now discovering ACDC? No, I've liked ACDC for years, but I haven't heard this song until heard, recently. Have, have you heard Big Balls? Oh, yeah, I played Big Balls on the show. Oh, well, excuse the shit right out of me. Right. Hang on. I like that thing, too. Excuse the shit right out of me, boys. I like that. See, that's one of those I was going to gravitate to right there. Excuse the shit right out of me. You don't have a lot of wire ACDC. Buddy, I can't have everything. Yeah, but put, put it up on YouTube. I, I am. Okay, did you find it? Yeah. Yeah, let's play it. Where's it at? It's one of my favorite ACDC songs now. It always hits. Oh, we probably got to turn it down. No, it's probably got to be up. Listen to it. It goes, listen, it starts out like this. They don't make music like this anymore, Amber. I know. They don't. It's always that hip-hop rap. This was instruments. These were live instruments. And this was them playing. This was not like computerized music. No. I don't think Autotune was even introduced till. What, 2007? Uh, They had live versions of. This was them like cooking their guitars up to an amplifier and playing it. Angus Young. Was the guitar player? I love. I love Angus. I love ACDC. Yeah. Because you had what? You started with um, Brian Johnson, who they have now, and Bon Scott. Scott, original singer, and they brought in Brian Johnson. Listen, that hit. Love that. Love that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Adam Banks. Amber, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. We'll see you on the next episode, everybody.